You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. Welcome back. Well, Daily, Welcome. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth, Nick Ashew in for Joe Giglio. NFL draft is tomorrow. Can't wait. In about 20 minutes, we'll uh, speak with Simon Hunter of the Action Network. Find out his favorite NFL draft bets that are still on the board. A uh, lot of draft bet uh, stuff coming your way. Uh, over the next hour and you know Simon's on top of it he, he was on top of it last year with the move that we had at quarterback and people think it's not as exciting because of the lack of quarterbacks and as we get closer and closer Nick it seems like there's more pushing away from the QBs for weeks and weeks it was okay These, it's not a great class but Carolina's got to do something and they didn't, they didn't really do anything in the offseason, so they're going to take a guy at six, right? And and as we're here a day before, it seems like, no, they don't. I, I don't even think there's going to be a guy that goes in the top ten. It's interesting. You can get Kenny Pickett at plus 250 as the number six overall pick, Malik Willis at plus 600. And I've seen mocks where you still have Kenny Pickett, where you have Malik Willis. Then Malik Willis is down at 20 to the Steelers. And this is going to be the most unpredictable quarterback draft we've had in a very very long time where you may end up seeing one or two quarterbacks drop to the back end of the first round and teams then trade up to that number one that 32 or 32nd overall pick because you're getting that extra year on their contract on the rookie deal for a first round pick with the option but it's going to cost you about the same as an early second round pick in terms of where their money is slotted in but you know how this is this is lying season for everybody everybody's putting out narratives that they want to try and get a team to bait them up and, and trade. And I believe next to nothing at this point leading up to the draft. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if you're Carolina, well, what's your next option? A Baker Mayfield? If you're Matt Rule, you're going to basically put your Carolina coaching tenure on Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield. I don't really know what other options they have other than like a Kenny Pickett or one of those guys. It's not going to be Sam Darnold. There's no way they're going into the season looking at Sam Darnold as their starting quarterback again with the way things went last year. Yeah, it seems like we're at the point where the information that's coming out now, uh, it's probably smoke. Like, I wouldn't put too much mm -hmm. into it. It seems like what we do know is, you know, Walker and Hutchinson, one and two. Maybe we know three, right. but four and five are really, like, the big question marks. And then who knows what's going to happen after that. And then, depending on where you look, like there's just not a lot of value left either. If I've learned anything so far, because we've been talking about the draft for weeks now, is like you got to place these bets early. So we, we've got to trust the odds. That's the show that we do. And that's what we believe in. And history is we should do that. And if we're willing to go there, Trayvon Walker's the number one pick. Everybody in the betting world knows it. He's minus 225 right now. And if we believe in the odds, as Aaron mentioned, we know number two. It's Hutchinson minus 200. Unless there's going to be some sort of a surprise. I mean, if, it's kind of a surprise we're sitting here. Because a week ago, you can get Hutchinson over one and a half at the draft position at like plus 250, plus 275. It has flipped. But now that we're this close and we have so much money pouring in on Walker 1, Hutchinson too. I'm inclined to believe that. But Aaron, as you mentioned, three. What do we have here? Well, now we have Stingley, a guy whose number was 11 and a half. He's the favorite to be the three. However, he is the favorite, but it's plus money. 
So it's not like strong information because, I mean, this has been all over the map yeah. with Houston at three. We've heard of Quanu. There was a time it was Neil. Okay, which, which uh, offensive tackle are they going to go with? Or is it going to be Sauce Gardner? There was a push for him, and the latest push is Derek Stingley Jr., and he is your favorite to go to the Texans at three. And that would make some sense to me. That's a high-ceiling play if I've ever heard one, but I don't. I don't think anybody really knows what the hell the Texans are going to do at three, which is what makes this draft so intriguing. You're getting to the point now where there's conversations about a big Thibodeau drop as well, uh, where at one point right. it was like, well, maybe he's he was the number two overall pick. Two. Right. Dude, yeah. he, I'm looking at his odds here now, like even to be the number three overall pick, he's eight to one. You're going down this list, and they continue to be. I, so the, it looks like the the most likely spot I'm kind of seeing here is Number four overall at plus three hundred. Then the odds start changing again to like plus seven fifty for no, the number five pick. Uh, but I mean, this really is. I mean, think of how many different names have been mentioned as the number one overall pick. Aiden Hutchinson for a while. Now Trayvon Walker mm-hmm. tends to be the consensus at number one. Uh, you, they're looking at the Texans maybe taking Ikiakwanu now at number three, and then Sauce Gardner going number four to the Jets. Charles Cross to the Giants. If I like Evan Neal yeah. at one point was looked at as possibly the number one pick. Hey, you want, him next. I got the, the list. You want the list? Yes, let's see it. Okay, okay. From uh, late July to late August, the favorite for the number one pick was Spencer Rattler. (laughs) (laughs) What a world. What did that change? For a week in late August, the favorite was Sam Howell. Okay? That's right. Then from late August to mid-December, it was Thibodeau. From mid-December to mid-February, it was Hutchinson. And for three weeks, it was Evan Neal. For a day, it was Aquanu. For a day, it was Neal. For a month and a half, it was Hutchinson. And now it's Trayvon Walker. Wow. It's, it's, it's just crazy. It's, yeah. And it's and who knows? Like, we may be sitting here looking at Walker, and then we get a complete surprise, and it is Aiden Hutchinson going number one overall. Or something even crazier happens, and a team decides to trade up. Probably not for the number yeah. one pick because there's no quarterback there. But you know what I mean? Like, we still have that that chance where as we get to picks three, four, five, somebody's falling, and a team decides to trade up. We've seen a ton the of trading trades. Up, but- trading down. Like that's that's where things are gonna get crazy. Yes, I can't wait yes. for it. But even like the Charles Cross talk, you know, over the last week or so with the Giants, like how yeah. they just love him with their five or seven pick, mm-hmm. you know, and how Stingley's just sh- shot up and picked up so much steam too. It's um it's gonna be interesting for sure. And then the whole quarterback situation, um, or how many wide receivers do we end up actually getting? Well, let's let's do the quarterback one because uh, that's pretty interesting. The number is set at two and a half. It is juiced to the over. I'm talking minus two fifty to the over, plus one ninety to the under. So I feel like it's going to be three. I think four is a lot. I yeah. would that would be. I I'm sorry. This year that would be stupid if these yeah. four, if we have four quarterbacks that go here. And I know you can bet that some places you can get the over three and a half and plus money. But I'm sorry. I have questions about all of these guys. And I Same. understand if you don't have one, take a shot. I I, I would rather take a shot at the fifth-year option for a receiver yep. or a cornerback in this draft over a quarterback. But So Nick Ashew and I were talking about this before the show started. What teams could trade into the first round to get a quarterback? Do we think that's going to happen? 
I mean, it's possible. Look, I just Aaron, Aaron, you and I were just talking about this during the last break. I got an alert that says our Washington commanders are interested yeah. in Matt Corral. That may be early, you know, that may be at some point in the second round, but let's say they're comfortable enough with him taking him, trading in and going, getting a number 32 overall. I wouldn't do that if I'm them, but like there is that possibility. And at that point, let's say you've got three quarterbacks taken and then the over hits there. It's that that's where you could get locked up and you could have some issues with uh, if you're, if you're betting the under, because you look at this quarterback class and say, I don't think as many teams want to take him in the first round as they can. A team that's willing to try to pick up that fifth year option and get the control for an extra year and give the quarterback more time to develop whoever it is that they take. Mm -hmm. Desmond Ritter maybe is, is picked at 31 or 32. Those are the types of situations that could really screw you if you take the under there. I would actually probably just stay away from that. I think it's way too volatile of a market with all these quarterbacks right now to start messing with how many are going to be drafted in the first round. Well, I mean, which teams do we think could be drafting right. a quarterback? Should we start there? Mm -hmm. Because... Yes. The we, Steelers have been linked to Malik Willis. They have um, to take Titan, quarterback. Titans they could to. use a quarterback yeah. too with Tannehill. Whoa, whoa, there. guys! Hey, Mitchell Trubisky. It's all. It's different now. All right. He was no, in. Sorry. He was in Buffalo. He was a hot commodity on the offseason. Let's give Trubisky some credit. That is their future. Okay. Yeah, they probably should draft a, a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Saints. Let's start there. Sixteen yep. to nineteen. Right. Saints for sure. Don't have to, but. It wouldn't surprise any of us. Mm -hmm. Steelers, we mentioned them. Titans are there. Mm -hmm. How about the team that has that 32nd pick? The Lions. The Lions. Yeah. There's four. Yeah. There's four. And if you're the Lions, too, you've got Jared Goff, who can at least start for a couple of years, and you can allow whoever it is that you draft on the back end of the first round to sit and learn for a couple of seasons, too. Because it's not like they're trying to win a Super Bowl. So the Lions have two picks. The Chiefs have two picks, so somebody could trade with KC, take uh, 29 or 30 and take a quarterback. The Packers have two picks, 22 and 28. It's amazing the number of teams that have two selections in the first round this year. Yeah. Speaking of that, too, I'm looking at an NFL.com mock draft because, you know, these are all over the place. You look at the consensus mm -hmm. ones, you'll find a lot of different things. Here's how all over the place the mocks are in terms of who's talked to who and where they think these quarterbacks are going to go. This one has Kenny Pickett going 32 to the Lions. Hmm. We've seen him 6 to Carolina and 32 to the Lions. I it is hands. it is hands. small hands. Incredibly hand. well, small hands. Hey, he's we been doing his stretches, okay? Matters, he's been people. doing his stretches, loosening up those <laughs> ligaments and everything. He'll get there. It's going to be I he's going to have big hands soon enough. Nick, I had the biggest hands on the show. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> that you know what that means. We big measured love. our big hands. Love. We did measure our hands on this show. <laughs> when we were trying to use the app on the phone. It was a disaster. It may have taken a half hour, but we got our official measurements. What about uh, what about wide receiver? That's that's a popular uh, mm -hmm. position this year. Everybody needs one, right? And look at these teams that have a couple of picks at the end of the first round. Green Bay is going to draft one. Kansas City, they've got to draft one after Tyreek Hill is no longer there. Um, Commanders have also been said to get one. They, yeah, they will be. They receiver. Hopefully, they better. <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure? There's some. I'm matter about safety. <laughs> 
Look, I if I'm if I'm the commanders, I'm looking at what I've got going on right now and what the receiver market is and knowing that you're going to have to pay Terry McLaurin a boatload of money and you have Carson Wentz and Ron Rivera the entire offseason has talked about protection and weapons for Carson Wentz and maximizing his ability, putting him in a position to succeed. Man, if Drake London's there, that uh, go get a big receiver like that, you take him at number 11. But so we the BetQ BetQL has actually got a model that's gone through. I wrote about this yesterday with the wide receivers and quarterbacks in terms of how yeah. many are going to get drafted in the first round, where they could go. It's taken a lot of the consensus mocks. It's whole thing way more science than I'd ever do. I let the robots do that work. Uh, but it, <laughs> it, it's even proje projected as much as seven wide receivers going in the first round, which is a yeah. crazy number, but uh, certainly possible. Even with the fact that Jamison Williams coming off a torn ACL. Teams don't care. They're like, people come back from torn ACLs like it's nothing. So you got a guy well, that's coming off of an injury. They can still too, be top I mean, not as much contact compared to like a running back position. Yeah, Health wise, sure. you know, you're going to get more longevity. And then these guys are commanding so much money after their rookie deals or even during yeah. their rookie deals. So I could, I could see there being quite a few wide receivers in this draft or the well, first that, round. That's mm -hmm. where I wanted to go because the number was five and a half. And that was bet so much that it's such over, according to most draft picks, that, I mean, the juice just got insane. And uh, there are a number of sports books that move the number up to six and a half. Get, based on the odds that were given on that bet, I don't think over six and a half is crazy. I really mm -hmm. don't. Mm -mm. Uh, we've had mm -hmm. Anthony Amico, who, who studies the draft as much as anybody, all the mock drafts that are out there um, yeah, on the show before. And in his mock, I believe he's got, seven at last check he's got london going to the jets at four wilson to atlanta at eight olave to washington at 11 uh williams to new orleans at 16 burks uh to philadelphia at 18 he's got pickens and more going back back to the packers and chiefs i mean what did i list off did i list off seven i think i did yeah that that would be seven and that pays six to one that's a bet i might be making I, 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 I actually would probably not even consider taking the under even at six and a half. I, it, it could even, yeah. it could even be it. Cause uh, you said this earlier, Joe, and I think that this is a good point. We're talking about quarterbacks on the back end of the first round in that fifth year option. But now that receivers are getting huge money too, cause it's a pass happy mm -hmm. league. You got to have receivers. You want weapons, but with teams starting to look around going, do I really want to pay that much money to one receiver where if I, the quarterback can't get him mm -hmm. the ball or, you know, he's just in double coverage the whole time because we don't have anybody else to take the defense's attention away from him. Then he's just an overpriced decoy. That's one of the problems with receivers. There's an assembly line of success that has to happen. You got to have good protection for your quarterback. Quarterback's got to get him the ball, good routes, double coverage, all those things. I'm looking at the back end of the first round possibility for a, a, another receiver too, which could also push to the over there just given the fact that teams may have a similar mindset, quarterbacks and wide receivers with that fifth year option. It's interesting. I might go under quarterbacks over wide receivers it, and those kind of, don't they? Mm -hmm. But under if, two and a half or under yeah. three and a half. Cause I've seen both under, under two and a half. I mean, just yeah. because of the plus money, it's, it's almost yeah. two to one. It wouldn't surprise me if we only get two and same. Would it, yeah. shock, would it shock anyone if Pickett falls out? I mean, I don't know where he's going to go anymore. This dude yeah. could go anywhere. Pickett could end up anywhere, it feels like. That's Nick Ashew with Aaron Hawks. Strowski, Joe G, out today talking about the NFL draft. Let's get some sharp bets. We're going to do that next with our guy, Simon Hunter from the Action Network. He'll give us the latest info and the bets that are still available that still hold some value. Keep it here on the BetQL Network.
These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.